0: This episode I get to speak with Junaid Iqbal. He's a founder of nodegree.com, the No Degree podcast. He is a career strategist and helps folks like you and me with build better resumes and come up with better better interviews. He's a speaker and he is one he is the originator of the LinkedIn Somnia live show on LinkedIn. And he caught my attention through one of his lives. And I was like, dude, a man after my own name, I need to connect with this dude and, and get in touch and see what he's doing because it was just so exciting to see somebody with my own name and like going out there and making changes, making, making waves and making the world a better place. And I connect with him and I'm honored to bring him on to the episode thank you so much Janai, to come on to the podcast and be a guest
1: I'm super excited for this and I remember when you messaged me he's like hey what
0: do I gotta do I was like you got the same name as me, so the answers yes <laughs> yeah dude so that was a really cool start I mean we, we were going back and forth on on messaging there and then we finally got on the call and we just connected on a totally different level, because I think the mindset comes from absorbing content and absorbing, you know, motivation from other people. And I think we both had similar upbringings and and being in the States and being in that role. So it was really cool that we connected on the same level. It was really fascinating. I just keep repeating myself. Um, why you keep repeating yourself? All right. So tonight, tell tell us a story about about, um, your journey. Like how did you get started in this area? Um, from, you know, from your experience, you've done a lot of cool things and you know, you've been a speaker and you've been the president of the Toastmasters. I mean, lots of cool, awesome things you've done over the years. So how did you get started? What's, what brought you here?
1: So let me, so the no degree.com, I. You know, I was doing a lot of research and it was a Reddit thread that was the tipping point where someone asked for those of you without a college degree who make over six figures, what do you do and how'd you get the job? And these were jobs you don't think about. Hey, like I'm, I repair elevators. Hey, I operate a crane. Hey, I I do this random thing for a hospital. I'm a claims adjuster. And it was like, how'd you get the job? My friend, my uncle, my cousin. And I was like, why can't I be the friend, uncle, cousin? And fortunately, no degree.com. I put in, I, you know, I put in my email. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect much. And late, a few days later, they came back with a price of 1800 bucks. And I was like, oh. and I was in college. yeah. So I had like 600, whatever. <laughs> so I think I called two of my buddy, yeah, I called like three, four of my buddies. And then one didn't answer. Other one wasn't as interested. Two of them were, were like ready. And then we're like, all right, let's buy. it, And then my other one, one of my buddies was like, look, we can actually get it for lower their domain reseller Let's negotiate and We got it for like 1433. There you go. And, you know, at first it was just a bunch of guys in the basement. And over time, we just grew it, figured out what we're going to do. And I think especially in the last three years, we made a lot of progress mm-hmm. last three, four years and last two years, we really f- figured everything out. And then this like last seven months, it's just been tremendous growth. I've really refined my positioning. I've really understood a lot of things. I have like a, you know, it's just all been execution. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, like you said, you know, it took you three years to really grow it or really understand the inner workings of how, how does an engine work? It's, that's your research and development phases, right? And now you've got the refined product that everybody can use and everybody can benefit from. So that's really cool. And, and that's what I've been discovering about myself and my journey. It's like, okay, you've got to get out there more often than not. Yeah. And to at least fail. Because if you don't fail, like they say, you know, if you don't have 300 bad stories or 300 bad articles or 100 bad articles, you're not going to have a good article because you didn't yeah. put in the time. So, you know, that goes
1: back to, I'm going to share a public speaking fail. Yeah. So that's why I got into public speaking. That's why I got into Toastmasters. When someone came in and presented Toastmasters, like coincidentally, it was within the next week. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, I got to do it. So we had a project and it was, you had to either do a recording of yourself or whatever. So I had this idea. I was like, oh, I'm going to use my friend's TV and I'm going to be in front of it. That's going to be my PowerPoint. I'm going to record it. It just had to be five minutes long. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm a student and I do. I started like 10 p.m. And I told my friends, I was like, yo, just help me out. You know, you guys do the recording and help me. And I was like, look, it'll only be like 30 minutes an hour. <laughs> dude, I messed up so much. And I was reading off a script. Like, I just kept on saying the wrong thing. And, you know, this was no edit. So if we, if we had video editing, we would have chopped it up. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it took me... Like eight hours. It was like from 10 10 p.m. I finished at like 5 p.m. And then it took like an hour to like render the video and upload it. Dude, they still laugh about it to this day. They're like, yo, remember you said 20 minutes? And, you know, (laughs) I had, you know, good friends. But it was just funny. Like, dude, it's like, yo, what, what is up? And then from there, I was like, look, I need to work on this. I wasn't too shy, but I wasn't as refined in my public speaking and then Toastmasters came along, and yeah. we started. Uh, I was the first president of the club. Now, look, I ran un- unopposed. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. be like I ran against 10 people. I ran yeah, unopposed. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it just I used that to sort of grow because we were a growing club, and the fact is students don't care about public speaking, so it was hard in the beginning to grow. And now it's the second largest club in North America, but the nice. first, like, three years, if I, like, didn't show up, the club would have died because there were times I did like four or five roles in a meeting. I mm-hmm. gave speeches because all the speakers dropped and we needed a speaker. So yeah. I just gave a speech yeah. that I had somewhat figured out, but I wasn't, re- I wasn't like ready, ready, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to be ready, right? You Things have happen, And you just have to show up.
0: Exactly. Now that's really cool. That's, that's really inspiring. And, you know, like you said, you know, it takes, takes 10 hours to figure out your first speech. Yeah. And that's, that's very accurate because yesterday I was uh, teaching this class on video editing and video production, and somebody was like, you know, I just don't know what to say in the in the video, and, and the the whole topic is around you know you've gotta you gotta figure out what your story is before you even start talking. Yeah, you gotta have the script down and then mm-hmm. practice, you know, 10, 15 times so that's memorized. So then you can put your own authentic mm-hmm. self in it when you're telling the story. And as I'm talking to other people after the thing, they're like, dude, it seems like you've got it figured out. I'm like, it just seems like it. I don't yeah, have yeah. it figured out because I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, But I'm a little further ahead. You know, I'm on the, I'm on the third exit from, <laughs> you know, when you're yeah. on the freeway, like, oh, you are you're like, you know, 10 minutes ahead of me. So yeah. you've got that part figured out. I'm like, yeah, but I'm still not at my destination.
1: Yeah. And what you said is so accurate. Cause a lot of people, I have the LinkedIn live show. And a lot of people say, oh, you're such a natural on camera and stuff. And then, or you're so natural on uh, in conversation. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, because I've been in the Toastmasters for five years. So, you know, I've been actively talking to people when I have conversations. I really try to break it down. So yeah. that's when I got the opportunity to start the live show. That's why I'm a natural. If you did it to me five years ago, it would not be the same. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'll, or even 10 years ago, even a few years ago. So yeah. a lot of times in order for someone to
0: be natural, it's not natural. You have to practice and all that stuff, right? Absolutely, because like even for me, when my first interview I remember, we did a videotaping of it and it felt so weird because we didn't have a cameraman and it was like, oh, is it rolling? And then I was like, okay, how do I get this thing started? I don't have my notes, I don't have anything. We just started talking. And then after doing over 100 interviews, I kind of got the rhythm of it. and like, okay, this is how you start a conversation. This is how you end it. And, of course, I had some Toastmasters training. I never finished the whole thing. I was like, okay. Um, you know, I did icebreakers and, and whatnot. And I think since then they've changed how their model yeah, they, works too, right? Yeah.
1: They they have different paths and stuff. But, I mean, yeah. ultimately, it's still a similar, like, yeah, still overall. They had a lot of flexibility in, in things, right? Because you weren't limited I mean, by topics, so. Right. Yeah, they change things, but essentially it's
0: the same. It's the same thing, but yeah, the 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 key and in, in all of it is you got to be doing it. Yeah, you got to keep doing it. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's one of those things like you
1: can't just sit back and watch other people speak. Yeah, right. It's I, yeah. look in the beginning you can to mm-hmm. observe and learn, but at some point you have to do. You have to get there's up. No, there's no replacement for that.
0: Yeah. And uh, one thing that I always think about hey, the reason why every single human being on earth walks is because they didn't give up. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody would be crawling. Like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to tell your child, dude, you tried walking. It's not working for you. Just crawl. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No,
1: it's like it takes time. It takes time.
0: Yep. For anything. Anything exactly. So even to start your own business, you know, it definitely helps when you have help, when yeah. you have people around you that can be like, hey, you're doing this wrong. Let's change this up. You know, when you have mentors, when you have coaches, and I think it's really important to have those people in your life, or be part of a mastermind group, or be part of something or some community that some people you know a little bit ahead of you, so you can watch them and, and mimic and do what they're doing and refine your own story i think what we were looking for is a blueprint blueprint or instruction set because i think yeah go ahead
1: no so yeah i think you know that's why a lot of people like want a blueprint yeah but the fact is is like you what you really need is like a general guide yes and then i think it's you don't I would compare it to like a house, right? To build a house, you need like a finished blueprint. You need all the details. You need all the dimensions. You mm-hmm. just know where everything be. The fact is for life, you, it's not like that. Because the thing no. is, it's like you're building a house, but oh, I want to change this. I want to change that. Or I learned this is better. But you know, mm-hmm. for a house, it's you can't do that. You got to so, have that.
0: Yeah.
1: So I tell people, it's like to have a general guide, but you got to adapt it to your own self because yeah. you see these... Articles online that do extremely well. It's like oh five secrets to this or five yeah. tips to increase your business. Mm-hmm. But it's like those don't really work.
0: Right. And or they may not work for they you. They may not for you because you don't and and, and, yeah. and that's a really good point because I look at those things, I'm like, oh, these five points are really great and I can drive the traffic, but what am I driving the traffic to? Do I have a website yeah. to show? If yeah. I don't have that piece, if I don't have a funnel or if I don't have a place that they can get value immediately from it, then sure, you're driving traffic to a dead end. Yeah. And like you said earlier about having a blueprint or, you know, house blueprint, I'd look at it as a Lego problem. Yeah. You have, you have a thousand pieces of Lego and you ask to build something. If you don't have the instructions, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. But as soon as you have the instructions, you can build a crazy looking Porsche car, right? Or you yeah. can build, you know, excavators. You can build anything if you have the right instructions. Like it took me about 20 hours to build the playset for my kids. Yeah. And it's 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 got the two slides, it's got a twirling slide, it's got the, the swings. But I, I looked at my time like twenty hours and I'm done with this. Sure, there's heavy pieces. But I wouldn't have would not have been able to do it if I did not have the instructions. Yeah. If I didn't have the labeled screws, like every screw yeah. is in a little small baggie, you just yeah, says, yeah. okay, this is SW9, it's SW10. Yeah. And it, eventually I figured out, okay, for this one, I just need this one, and I can just look at the screw and, and know which one it is. But then if I didn't have that initial instructions, I wouldn't be able to do. It. Yeah. And I think a lot of times what people say is figure out what your end game is. And that's why people say, okay, what's your goal for the next three years? What's your goal for the next five years? What's the goal for your next six months? And if you can figure out those goals and then you can then lay out all the steps. Yeah. So how do you and get that point?
1: Super important. I would also tell people it's okay to sort of change direction. And pivot. Oh yeah. Right? that's just a part of life. It's, it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the career you're in was probably not, what you thought you were going to be at 15 or 18. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, I wanted 15, to be a 15. pilot. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's just like life happens. Sometimes you're like, okay, you know what? It doesn't, I don't have the resources for this yeah. I, or I'm not as interested in this or things happen in life. So I tell people, just, oh, yeah. but regardless, no matter what you do, just focus on moving forward
0: because yes. I'm pretty sure that knowledge that you learned is transferable to another oh, area. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the most important things is being able to express yourself. Yeah. And like conversation wise, people say, you know, Oh, how do you start talking like this online? And what's funny is that these same people, you could talk on the phone and they will talk about their stories because it's a, it's a private conversation. It, you feel you, you feel more open, to talk about the things but as soon as you like oh put a camera in front of it like no no no, no. i don't want to share
1: that. yeah yeah no it's <laughs> it's tough but i tell people look if you're not comfortable sharing in front of a camera for a long period of time do it for like 30 seconds yeah for yeah. a minute and then you'll see that it's not as hard the first time for a lot of things is the hardest
0: yes so on the podcast you know i like to focus on journeys and you told us your journey and how yeah. you got started You know, you you. know, it, the tipping point was you know you were going through this thread and people were like how are you making six-figure without any degree and then you yeah. thought of the no degree and you got that built out and now you've got that no degree podcast coming out pretty soon it came out it came out that's five right episodes. Five, five episodes five e- yeah and by the time this episode is out you'll you'll have at least you know 15 or 25 or 30 episodes out Um. yeah Yeah, you're right. I will, you know, and um, so what are some of your, and you did talk about, but what are some of your motivations for on your day to day? You know, what are you doing on a daily basis to advance forward and and move forward to the next step or what's your next level for 2020? So before I answer
1: that, I just want to go back and I want to say, so even though I started no degree a while ago, I, it was a, it was essentially a hobby. It was something I was working on the side. Mm-hmm. So I had a full-time job and all that, but I was doing the research on the side and I was working. Yeah. So I just want to be clear about that to people in the audience that it wasn't just five, right? Yeah. I, I, obviously things would have been faster, but look, I got to, I had to save up, make money support. Oh right. yeah, absolutely. So now what, what was the, can you repeat the question? You said what were the daily going forward, right?
0: Yeah, what are some things that you do daily and what are you doing forward, going forward?
1: So daily, I, you know, the thing is daily, it's like my days are all over the place, right? Some Mm -hmm. days it's like, oh, I'm recording a pod. Some days I'm recording two, three podcasts, being on a podcast, doing a live show. Other days, I always try to have days where I have a more open schedule Mm -hmm. where I can sort of check email, do research, catch up on these things. Yeah, Just because it's always good to have some free time because I've had instances where, People haven't, they said, hey, uh, my guest dropped out of my LinkedIn live show. Can you be a guest? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I, I was supposed to do some email, but I'll do that later. So it's always good to have like, I tell people don't have every day as a super busy day where you have mm-hmm. obligations that require other people. Exactly. Have days, maybe one to three days a week where you do that, but have other days which are more flexible because... Sometimes things happen last minute, or sometimes mm. someone tells you, "Oh hey, there's this event tonight, and it's a big event. Oh I have extra ticket. you want to come." so yeah. just make sure uh, I'm going to focus on the podcast and the LinkedIn live show because I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from that mm-hmm. and the reason I like the podcast is because, like you said, creating content i don't so I like writing linkedin comments i write I like writing posts, answering messages. What I don't like is writing blog posts mm hmm that's not me for some reason. Like it's, I'm not bad at it, but I'm not. It's not you you yet. Yeah. No, I don't think it'll ever be me, you know why? Only because it's like for, for me to write, it's like I want to sit down and I have my setup and I want to type and not have anything to worry about. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, I genuinely, and yeah, I don't enjoy that process, but I Mm. enjoy podcasts. Yeah, I enjoy speaking. I enjoy the live show. So to me, it's like, look, I'd rather do a podcast episode than a blog post. Mm -hmm. And the fact is I can pay someone to write a blog post. I can say, Hey, here's what I'm looking for. You're a good writer. I'll pay you. You can't really pay someone to do your podcast. No, you can't can't pay someone to do your live show. So for me, the higher ROI activity is the podcast is the live show. And the fact is for personal branding wise, that's better for personal branding. So for exactly. me, but yeah. I tell other people, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you're good at, what you like doing, and then see how you can incorporate into your business. Because the yeah. fact is as small businesses, entrepreneurs, you, you can't do everything. And it's much better to avoid burnout, to focus on the things that energize you. Exactly. The things that are not draining, because you know, that one issue I have is I'll have a long day and I'm not getting tired at night Yeah, because I'm not doing anything that's super draining.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: right. That's a, that's a problem
0: I have. um no you've got really good points you know you've got to do something that you absolutely love and enjoy and when you when you talk about blogging as a an activity that you have to sit down and write it is true but since you're already podcasting you can convert those yeah yeah. podcast Mm -hmm. episodes into blog posts as well so that's something that you can look at i'm I'm gonna do that but i'm gonna pay someone to (laughs) like i don't i
1: don't want to <laughs> like so, you, dude. Even like the show notes, like writing the summaries. Yeah. It's like, dude, if I don't want to write the it? summary. Can someone do it? Like that's like yeah. not like I have no problem talking
0: to someone about mm-hmm. it, but for me to like write it, it's like ah. Well, that's why I try to you know what in the in the beginning of each episode, I'm like, all right, I need to get a good three four lines because then I can grab that and use that as my podcast description. Yeah. So I like I, I try to do that so that way. I save my time in the future. Yeah. You know, talking about saving time, the one thing that I, always makes me laugh is when Seinfeld, you know, he talks about, oh, I'm saving time. I'm too dizzy. Like what happens to all that save time? Do you get it at the end of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at the you got to
1: you got to use it for something.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, um, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. Um, man. So question, you know what? I'll go into one of my hobbies. Do it. Yeah. So uh, that was my, so, so let me get to those parts. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think we should do that. Um, so what is one hobby? So I have, I asked questions towards the end. What is yeah. one hobby that you wish you got into? So one
1: hobby that I, so programming, that's um, one thing that, look, I understand the basics of coding. Mm-hmm. Someone can walk me through code. I understand how you have to think, right? The logical steps of how, yeah. So, yeah. and I, I get that. But I wish I got into it just because, especially now, automating things, certain processes. And I know, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could program. Thankfully, my business partners are pretty technical. There you go. But that's yeah. something, you know, like I would have, I enjoy it. It's, a, it's thinking, it's trying to break things down. And, mm-hmm. and the beauty of it is there's so
0: many ways to code something. Oh my God, yeah. Coding is, or programming is one of the most creative talents in the world. It is. And people don't look at that because they say, oh, that's science. Like science requires creativity. Yeah. No two coders or programmers will write the same program to get to the yes. next point. And the reason I say that it is the most creative thing is because my brother-in-law, he is a, he's, a, he's a programmer for in the past 20 plus years. And he is a creative as well. He can draw Batman without yeah. looking at anything from his mind. So he's been doing these drawings of anything and everything and he could draw people. I'm like, Holy smokes, dude. That's pretty awesome. It's because as a programmer, you have to think in so many different layers and levels that it's just crazy. And, and and I try to get into programming earlier in my life and I was like, "Ah, I can't do it because I am not a creative, even though I am a designer. I can design interfaces all day because I am using analytical features and using numbers and whatnot. So even though I do a creative job, I'm more analytical than anything else. Mm, I see, I see. You know,
1: I I tend to be a mix of the analytical and creative. mm -hmm. So I I would say one of my biggest strengths is strategy. Yeah. A lot of strategy, there's a huge analytical component. It's really breaking things down and then it's being creative. Like I have this set of data. Yeah, and now it's like, how can I be creative? How can I apply it to something that I don't have a set of data for? Use some
0: assumptions, and how can I succeed in these areas? Or work exactly. The no, that's that's really cool. So yeah, programming has been has been really exciting for me. I, I took a whole bunch of classes on uh, on how to program iOS devices and uh, iOS and whatnot. So okay, pretty exciting stuff. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, that's. That's tough. If
1: none, was, how about a book? No, no. So I can I can answer it, but I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I've always uh loved these the comic book cartoons. Like I'll still watch all the comic book cartoons. Yeah. It's just and it it's changed for me in the sense that when I was younger, you kind of look at these, it's like, Wow, Magneto, he's so evil and blah <laughs> blah blah. But then as you grow up and then the writing Obviously, gets a lot. Uh, the writing for movies is different from cartoons. Cartoons are sort of meant for, kids. but then you start seeing and you start seeing the motivations, and it's kind of like you sympathize, yeah. to an extent with like, oh, this is why they are the way they are, exactly, and right. So I, I really like Marvel movies. I mean, my favorite one, I, I like the Hulk. So Hulk mm-hmm. and like Captain America, those are like one of my two
0: favorites. They've got they've got some really dense stories, and yeah, if you actually look at Thanos and his. Yeah. His story, right? They've built him as somebody that you are totally sympathizing with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like, wow, dude, why do I have these feelings for Thanos? He's doing something something in, in such a way, but it was it's really nicely done. And it, yeah. It comes down to writing and how to, you know, act that out. So that's cool. Yeah.
1: So that yeah, so that's sort of my favorite book. Um, so I like books that teach you a lot Mm -hmm. that but let me see i so i have a mix you know what i i really like the the 1984 Mm -hmm. right by george orwell yeah because it's like it's one of those things you read and it's such a ridiculous concept in the sense that wow that could never happen to us but it's like (laughs) you kind of just see like you know governments around the world it's like wow it's It's happening Mm -hmm. and then so that's that type of book the other book I would say is I uh, never split the difference by Chris Mm -hmm. Voss it's a book on negotiation because I think it's always super good to understand negotiation because people always negotiate in different aspects of life and then if you can identify like hey why are they negotiating what are you trying to pull on me Especially mm-hmm. like since I'm in a career related space. Yeah. A lot of people, it's like, look, if you were able to negotiate a little more,
0: you would be in a much better position. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that does make so make a lot of sense. I, I'll have to check out that book, Never Split the Difference.
1: Yeah. All he right. He was a so number one FBI like hostage negotiator. <laughs> so it's he goes into it's it's, into, got, it's got, yeah. He's
0: got it's got the stuff. He's got the backing stuff. for it. Yeah. Um Tying into that to the last um question about favorite movie, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, this is good. Uh if I got to play a character.
1: Let me see. Uh no, nah, I, I don't know, maybe I'd love to be like the Hulk you know, you'd, you'd be, be the, Hulk. the CI yeah, you'd be like the CGI
0: and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, and <laughs> I think I should change. All- yeah, you should yeah, change, no, I should you change should the change... question to be like, if you got to play the protagonist. <laughs> protagonist, yeah. Protagonist, uh, right? So I, I like him
1: just because he's a very deep character. I think oh, well, his, act, yeah. his background, a lot of people, in the movies, they don't go in as much, but it comes from like, like you know, he was abused as a child and all this stuff. That's and true. It's a very, oh my God, I
0: didn't even think about that.
1: That's where it, it like comes from. Like his dad used to abuse him and yeah. he had that thing and it just like kind of and even then it's just like he has this uncontrollable rage and it's yeah. like a symbolism of just like that you hold it in and you know it just it's it's very deep so i, I like those angry. type of
0: i'm always angry right <laughs> so right into that who is your favorite superhero uh, no, nah, it has to be the Hulk because he's the, the superhero. But you, I, I ha, I love
1: Captain America and because America, yeah, he is you know the a true American in terms of ideals, in terms of how he thinks, and you know sometimes you think and it's like what would Captain America do? Like you know, like that guy is always yeah. making the right decision.
0: It's right. And it's it, it's the Marvel's version of Superman. Yeah, but I... without yeah, without the flying powers yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah
1: i just feel like yeah no it's it's right but i feel like yeah no you're right i think i would say marvel but you know he doesn't have the same power no no no, and, no he doesn't right? but yeah. like so as a
0: character as, as a human being yeah yeah with the He's morals the yeah yeah
1: so i like him and one interesting thing is when chris evans was chosen to be captain america they mm-hmm. knew he should have been captain america because at first he was like I don't know if I'm right for the character because, yeah. you know, this character is this ideal and you know, like yeah. a true Captain America would think like,
0: exactly. You know he, I mean? Think, so it's, yeah, yeah, it was just like, boom. No. Um, he, he played really good. Fantastic for uh, Yeah. The human tours too. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's where he, that's where we remember him from. Yeah. All right. If you were a board game, yeah, what would it be? Mm, board game. Uh,
1: let me see. Monopoly is like what I what I play, but mm-hmm. let me see. You know what? I think you, you, whatever the battleship, right? Because that, that's a board game type yeah. version, right? Yeah. I think I'd be that. Just because you're thinking, you're strategizing, mm-hmm. and there are better ways, and you don't have all the data, but you yeah. can pick and choose, and you slowly figure out. So I think I'd be like the battleship.
0: Nice. Um, One thing that I've been wanting to do is I've got so many guests. That have answered the same question. Yeah. So I'm going to build a a, a little you know spreadsheet. Yeah. Or kind of like a like a oh, visualization okay. the like the most. These, yeah. yeah. The most these people uh, are monopoly people. Yeah. These are the, you know Batman people. These are Superman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool not to not see like that.
0: that. Yeah. All right. Last question. Where can my audience find you? Uh, I'm pretty accessible on LinkedIn. So
1: if you share if you. Search up J O N A E D. You'll find me. I'm the only one with my spelling. There are a couple of people with your spellings, but my yes, spelling is a, a lot of is, me. And I so mine is straight, LinkedIn.com slash IN slash Straight. Yeah. So I, I nice. have that URL. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, Janaide.com is going to be finished. Nice. So that's, my, that's my speaking page. But yeah, the nodegree.com, the no degree podcast. And I'm yeah, pretty responsive on LinkedIn. And nice. Uh, I'll have conversations, messages, just, you know, just be respectful. A lot of people, what ends up happening is they ask for a lot. And it's like, look, as much as I would like to talk to each one for an hour, it's just, yeah. either. It's- but like I said, I will point people in the right direction. I'll say, Hey, you know what? You're looking for this. Listen to this episode of my podcast. Listen to this. Cause a lot of the episodes I'm going to have focus around career advice. Like how to start mm-hmm. a job on the right foot my third episode is how to prepare for an interview just because a lot of people ask me that. So I just yeah. turned it into a podcast.
0: That's awesome. And, uh, I think some, uh, I had a conversation earlier about, you know, what it, I think it was Lila Smith who said, you know, when, when people are asking for your free hour, you know, how, how do you deal with that? And I was like, you know, uh, if you are creating content as a content creator, you can point them to a direction and, and yeah. you're doing exactly that. You're like, oh, I need help with, you know, how to blah, blah, blah. Like, go oh, listen to this episode. You've got yeah. this content creator already. You can totally point and uh, have a reference point. And uh, it's pretty cool. Cool, man. Well, this was awesome talking with you. And um, we'll definitely stay connected. This, this was uh, really fun.
1: Yeah. And then I'll have you on my podcast.
0: Yeah. Because I got no degrees either. (laughs) Yeah, cool. My favorite type of person. (laughs) All right, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.